This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody. This is the Mike Francesa Podcast on this Christmas Eve. So let me first uh, wish everybody a very, very uh, Merry Christmas on this uh, very special evening. Uh, rarity to be doing some football, but hey, it's a rare week because you got football being played now, football three games tomorrow that will really uh, overwhelm the day that usually belongs to the NBA uh, and obviously more football and then the Bulls next week. So a lot going on as we head towards uh, New Year's. But first, let me, uh, on this Christmas Eve, wish you all a uh, very very uh, happy and healthy uh, New Year, a very, very Merry Christmas. And um, I was thinking about this today when I heard the news about what went on at the Mall of America while the Giants were in, some in the mall, some people who were peripheral uh, workers with the Giants in the mall, um, the mall adjacent to the hotel where the Giants were staying. Uh, it just speaks volume. You know, the NFL is uh, one of our great diversions. Sports is our toy department. It's where we go for uh, entertainment, where we go for emotional release, where you can act a little crazy and it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, And it makes you forget your cares and woes and uh, all the realities of everyday life. But uh, more and more, you just shake your head at the news and in this country, uh, hear these things now that are so commonplace in malls, in department stores, uh, on trains or on platforms. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just awful. And it's, uh, you know, you wonder when it's going to start to turn, when it's going to start to get better. And we better do a lot of soul searching and a lot of uh, examining because, we live in a pretty scary place right now. We really do. And it's almost like we take it as commonplace. Oh, really? There was a shooting yesterday? All right, let's get to the game. That's how commonplace these have become. We're anesthetized by it. We're numb to it. So maybe, maybe that's a thought on this Christmas Eve where I will in a second turn my attention to the toy department and turn my attention to the football and what went on today. But I think about that as, as I do it. And hope, hope for better days in the uh, days and weeks to come. Um, you know, the giant game today had a little bit of everything. Uh, there were so many things that would annoy you about this game that the Giants gave it away with both hands. You know, they uh, missed sure interceptions. They had drops that were critical. They had bad throws from... Uh, Jones in big spot. They had uh, the block punt. They let Jefferson loose way too many times. But then you look at the 
drive that got them back even. You know, the play to Slayton, Barkley on fourth down, the two-point conversion in the back of the end zone, and you smile as they're making plays in big spots, making plays. And this team has hung in there all year and done it with mirrors and done it with a lot of cast-offs and done it uh, on really on a surprising level. It was a tough loss to get beat by a 61-yard field goal. I, I honestly, as I watched that and I drove to my uh, destination on in the third quarter and into the fourth quarter, and I got there for the end of the game, and all I kept saying was not Jefferson. And every time I said it, there was Jefferson again. There was Jefferson again. There was Jefferson. Anybody but Jefferson. And there was Jefferson again. And again, which is what makes Jefferson so so special. But I have to admit, I did not think they'd make that field goal, even indoors. And he made it with room to spare. I mean, it could have been good from probably 65. I mean, so uh, give them credit. You know, the field goals get longer and longer and longer. And the Giants, on a day where they can kick themselves for interceptions that should have been made and receptions that had to be made and bad plays that shouldn't have been made and a block punt in a critical, critical spot. But they come back and get the game tied only to have their hearts broken late. But they... Again, you take something positive from that game, even though they lost, and they got some breaks today because Washington lost and Seattle lost and uh, Detroit lost. The Giants are going to make the playoffs. I mean, it'll be a shock if they don't. Um, I think they'll win next week. I think the Eagles will win next week. That'll finish the Eagles off. The Eagles won't have to do anything that last weekend. So the Giants are going to get a win in these next couple of games. They're going to go to the playoffs, which is not what this is about. Because whether the Giants went to the playoffs or not, you're still going to look at them the same way. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year, okay? But they have some very interesting decisions to make and ones that we will be able to spend plenty of time on when the season's over. But they have... um, they have played, and so has Minnesota. They've both played so many tight games this year. And Minnesota has found a way to come in on the, end, on the, on the right end more times than the Giants. But the Giants have also many, many times. And you saw some things to be positive about in the end of that game, only to have a really, really good comeback thwarted by a 61-yard field goal. Now the Giants, like we said, have a game to win with two to play. And I think they are in good position to do that uh, in the next two weeks and earn themselves a uh, wild card uh, position. Um, you're seeing them utilize some people as the season goes on. One thing Dable's been able to do, he's been able to make some players into, into more productive players and more consistent players. He's been able to do that, uh, and you have to give him credit for that. He's done a good job with that. He really has. Um, The Giants don't have a whole bunch of talent on that roster. Um, And their defensive coordinator has done done a, a really, really good job of preparing his team 
and having them get a lot, even though obviously you would have liked them to be able to haul in a couple of interceptions that were there uh, for the making today. But when you see what uh, Hodgins has done, you know, a guy who comes in as a cast-off who knows the system, who today catches eight balls for 89 yards and a touchdown. What James, who had that colossal drop, but still eight catches out of him. Slayton, you would like to see a little more of a consistent hookup between those two, but four catches for 80 yards on that big one in the final drive. Um, Barkley with a big touchdown uh, and 84 yards and another 50, you know, 49 from in receiving and 84 in rushing yardage. Jones making some key runs when he needed to, uh, making some plays, making some good throws, making one really terrible decision, but doing some good things. Um, Don't forget Gano on this team. He's a really good kicker. I mean, he is really a very good weapon and a wonderful kicker, consistent, really ultra consistent. Uh, made the 55-yarder today, is always there, always makes the plays, always does his job. But guys like Hodgins, guys like Bellinger, uh, you know, guys who have, uh, or James, who have stepped up and done the things that they've uh, asked them to do and made themselves contributors on this team uh, this year. Uh, Some very, very positive things um, as this team gets ready to finish the last two weeks of the season over the holidays. As we said, tough loss today. But some good things to take, even though I can see where the Giants would come home and say, hey, we gave that game away. And they did. In three or four big spots, they did. But they're playing a team that has a lot of weapons, and they're playing a receiver who is the best in football. 12 catches today on 16 targets, 133 yards and a touchdown. And big play after big play after big play down the stretch of the season. I mean, down the stretch of the game, and that's what he is. That's what what he is. That's what he has become. That's why his reputation is growing by leaps and bounds uh, day in and day out. So you don't come away from this Christmas Eve loss worrying about the season or the Giants right now. There were some things you can take out of that game. There were some things that obviously really annoyed you about this game today. But overall, it's a little bit of a microcosm of the season on the good side and on the bad side. But I think we they will play in the postseason this year, and that will make this year a distinct, really overwhelmingly positive experience in Dable's first year, but then they have a lot. And I do mean a lot of work to do in terms of decision-making, in terms of personnel, in terms of a lot of things that will uh, really earmark this team in year two. All right, we'll go around the league right after this. You're listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. I'm Mike Francesa. This is the Mike Francesa Podcast on this Christmas Eve. A very Merry Christmas to everybody. As we go through the games on this Christmas Eve schedule, remember three games tomorrow, including a very big one with the Packers, who are still alive, and the Dolphins, who go home for the first time in a month and need a win in the worst way. Uh, You look at 
the Jaguars who came here and took advantage of the chaos at the quarterback position for the Jets in route to a 19-3 win. And I talked about how they are ascending quickly and they could get a real break if the Titans, who would be without Tannehill, fell to the uh, one-win Texans, and they did. So now, with two weeks to play, Jacksonville finds itself ahead of Tennessee, and they will play the last week of the season. And that game will decide this division. And Jacksonville right now is the better team. And Willis is awful offensively. Big Henry fumbled today, a huge loss for them. They've lost week after week after week now. Uh, They've lost five games in a row. While Jacksonville has won three games in a row and is heading north in a very, very big way. And looks like they will, they they do look like uh, they will be ships that pass in the night. The Titans will play Thursday night at home against the Cowboys. That will be a very, very hard game for them to win. The Jaguars will get the Texans. Remember, the Texans are playing better the last three weeks, much better. Almost beat the Cowboys. Played great against the Chiefs. And then won this week. And now, remember, they own the Jaguars. So it'll be very interesting this week what happens in that game. And then the last week they will meet in a game that could very well be a very uh, big game and maybe the game that winds up being the the real uh, feature game because it'll be for a division title. Um, the top of the AFC, thanks to the fact that the Pats fell apart when the game was there to be won and they were going to cap a great comeback. What a nightmare a couple of weeks for the Caps after the Stevenson fumble today. Um, so Cincinnati wins. Buffalo wins. Kansas City wins. And right now you have, as, as the Bills and the Bengals get ready to play next Monday night in Cincinnati, you have a three-loss Buffalo team, a three-loss Kansas City team. Buffalo has a tiebreaker. And then the Bengals with four losses, but get the Bills next week, who also have beat the Chiefs. So these three teams down the stretch, all with very good records. Okay, 12 and 3, 12 and 3, 11 and 4. All fighting for the one spot. All three legitimate Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. All three of them. If any one of those three winds up in the Super Bowl, nobody anywhere is going to be surprised. If anybody else winds up other than those three teams, everybody will be surprised. Buffalo wins in Chicago today. They've now won six straight. Kansas City wins today over Seattle. They are in a great position. And Cincinnati wins for the seventh straight time thanks to the fact that New England fell apart when they were about to spring the upset. But you have a wild race at the top of the AFC with those three teams. Really a wild situation there. Saints beat the Browns. I mean, the Browns have gotten nothing. 
out of Watson. You knew they have to spend the rest of this year knocking the, the uh, rust off. The Saints should actually be better than 6-9. and nine. They win 17-10 today. The Lions fall to Carolina. Carolina, and you know, for years I've talked about Rob Panarello, who is a guy who's a friend of mine, who's a guy who was a great rehab guy, and now runs everything for Carolina. And Carolina today set a modern NFL mark where they did not have an injury. They did not have an injured player out today. They did not have anybody on the list today, this late in the season. That's Rob's work, and he should be noted for it. And Panthers today win. They ran the ball right down the Lions' throat. And now the Lions have two games in the division. Bears and Packers to try and get to the playoffs and try and get to 9-8. and eight. They're 7-8 and eight right now after the loss today, and they got the ball run down their throat by the Panthers, who ran the ball all over the Lions today. Uh, ran it here, there, and everywhere. Ran for 320 yards had almost 600 yards of offense, punished Detroit from the get-go today. I mean, that is just a tremendous, tremendous mark by the Panthers today who just punished, absolutely punished the Lions today in every way. I mean, when you are an NFL team and you give up 200 yards, that's a real rear-end kicking. When you give up 320 yards, you have been mortified. You have been absolutely just run out of the building. Hubbard gets 125. Foreman gets 165. Those are scary NFL numbers. Absolutely scary. The Texans beat the Titans. Willis, Willis just, let's be honest. Tannehill's gone. Willis can't play. Willis today. 14 to 23 for 99 yards and two interceptions. Wow. You're not winning any games with that. Henry with a huge fumble. The Titans at home against the Texans didn't even get the 300 yards of offense. Texans are playing more spirited. And remember, they do have a thing about Jacksonville. Two late games, Washington against San Francisco, San Francisco right now playing as well as anybody in the NFC. San Francisco is a legitimate, legitimate, legitimate Super Bowl team. At 11-4, beats in Washington 37-20. And then the Cowboys beat the Eagles without their star quarterback 40-34. And let's be honest, Philly moved the ball at will on the Cowboys. And if it wasn't for their turnovers, because Minshew was 24-40 for 355 yards, the problem was he had three turnovers, and the Eagles had four. Minshew lost a fumble, Sanders lost a fumble, two interceptions, and that's the difference in the game, four turnovers. Otherwise, Cowboys don't win. And the Cowboys can't be very happy with the fact that they give up 440 yards to the backup quarterback. The Eagles have weapons galore. They might have suffered an injury or two today. Pay attention to that. They need to get some rest. Get a win next Sunday and then get some rest. And get ready for the postseason as they fall for the second time today uh, against the Cowboys. And like I said, 
They fell to the Cowboys. That's all true. But the Cowboys only won that game because of the turnovers. Otherwise, they don't win that game. They gave up incredible chunks of yardage to the Eagles all day long. All day long. 440 yards of offense with the backup quarterback. Smith gets 100. Brown gets 100. I mean, like I said, up and down the field all day. Knocked on the door, down six at the end of the game. Hurts is there. It's a completely different story, and it's an Eagle win. The Eagles are a better team than the Cowboys. You saw that today. So that was not an impressive showing. The Cowboys got the win, but it wasn't an impressive showing against the backup quarterback. As we go to the half, the Raiders have a lead over the Steelers, which means the Steelers have the Raiders right where they want them because what do the Raiders do every week? Find a way to lose. Although last week, the Pats gave them the gift of all gifts. They did come from behind in that game. That was historic. This game tonight, the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception in the week where we lost Franco Harris. So very, very touching scene there in Pittsburgh, and a lot more football to be played right now as they get ready to go to the half. As we uh, tape this, the Raiders are ahead of the Steelers 10-3 uh, to 3 at the moment in a frigid uh, Pittsburgh. So that's where we are right now. As I said, uh, remember, for all of you wagering needs, as you get ready for the bowls, as you get ready for the rest of this NFL season, the playoffs and everything else that's about to come our way, it's Bennett Rivers in New York and New Jersey, play Sugar House in Connecticut. And again, let me uh, take this opportunity to wish you all a uh, healthy and happy holiday, the safest and the merriest of Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, down the road. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.